Gonna find my baby, gonna hold the tag, gonna have some afternoon delight. You don't know the rest of that? <laughs> I'm like, what? Uh, I'm just thinking, do you want fries with that? <laughs> just about a matter of fact. That's that's that the, the the song I'm singing is an actual number one hit. Well, mine will be too once I'm done writing it. Oh, do you have any other lyrics on there? Nah, that's all I got so far. Well, that's only gonna be a jingle, sir. Sorry about that. Catchy enough. Well, guys, this is another episode, and this is actually the opener, so we're going to get through this pretty quickly. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. This is episode number 53. We have 53 in the can. Yeah, so many choices out there. I mean, you could be listening to Anna Ferris podcast. Hey, 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 listen. You could be listening to, uh, what's his name, Joe Rogan. You don't need to listen to anybody else. But you know what? Stay right here. You're here with us. Because, meh, those guys all do the same thing. We're a little different. We do something special, the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, we are here, and uh, we have a guest in the studio uh, with us all the way from Long Beach. We got Will Smith in the house got today. The, he's not from Long Beach. Oh, yeah. He's from Philly. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. From the LBC. Oh, okay. Mr. Nah, uh, Long Beach, California. Uh, Mr. Matthew Bordeney. Now, if you've never heard that name, that's okay. Uh, Give us that last name one more time. Bordeney. Bordeney. That's pretty cool. I don't think I heard that last name before. It's a pretty cool one. Uh, This guy's a very special guy. His resume is pretty much, if you're into any of the animation stuff that we talk about on here, uh, this guy has probably worked on it. His resume is almost as impressive as mine. Almost. I mean, you know. Uh, I've done some stuff, and then he's done some stuff too. Tell tell him what stuff he's done. I'm gonna go ahead and and go ahead and just say Ronnie hasn't done anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, this guy you'll you'll hear on the episode uh, of all of his accolades. Uh, we go through. Uh, he's done Batman stuff. He's done Spider Man. He's done Moonbeam. He even made Scooby Do meet the WWE. That was just a fantastic uh, uh, crossover. I love crossover series with uh, Scooby-Doo. One of my very favorite ones is, uh, if you for all your Supernatural fans out there, uh, Scooby-Doo or Sco- uh, Scooby-Natural. You ever seen this? Uh, nope. Oh, it's Never pretty seen amazing. that one. I got to check that one out. It's pretty cool. Uh, but with that said, uh, we're going to uh, go ahead and get right into the episode. Uh, episode number 53 Ooh, of the Ronnie and Markel Make a Podcast. Uh, I mean, it matches up with your age. I mean, yeah, I am getting up there. You're getting up there. Each episode, I think more gray hair sprouts from my head. You're looking more and more <laughs> like Danny Glover, sir. More and more wow, like Danny Glover. Thanks. I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Matt. Yeah, this is him. Hey, Matthew. This is uh, Markel uh, from the uh, Ronnie Markel Make a Podcast Show. Yeah, hey, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Oh, uh, I'm here with uh, my brother, Ronnie. How's it going? What's up, Ronnie? Hey, are you ready for the interview tonight? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so we, oh, have, okay. we have begun, good sir. Uh, how's your day been so far? 
Uh, yeah, it's been fine. You know, typical Monday you come in, see what you got to do, get to it. You know, get right into it. Uh, you had yeah. a, you had a good weekend. Uh, had had some fun. Didn't had to go back to work. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my buddy, uh, his name is Evan. He premiered these two episodes that he he been working on. So we watched that and had a little party. Um, it's a show he's developing called For Evan's Sake and it deals with um, mental health in the black community. Just him getting therapy and, and, you know, we never really seen that side of, you know, just the black male on TV in general, just getting therapy and figure out what he needs to work on and what he needs to fix. So something that they've been shopping around. That is and a so I got to go, idea. huh? That is a genius idea. Yeah, so it's something that we, you know, um, my best friend directed, um, two episodes and so getting to go to this event it was really nice we were like outside he found this really great venue so you're just like outside sitting there it's the projector you watch the episodes and immediately there's this party afterwards and it's just in this weird place where there's just like freight car crates and tacos and just like open bar i don't know it was, it was a really cool event so that was my my weekend just celebrating finished products with some friends so that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Sounds like I need to be over in Cali. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that goes on around here. I mean, it's, just, it's one of the entertainment capitals. So you always have some weird weird events celebrating film or media out here. I love that kind of spirit. Like we're uh, we're from Jersey, but like we're we live literally like a train ride away from New York. And you're absolutely right. The energy that's just there. It's like I always feel like anytime you go somewhere like L.A. or New York. It's like you walk into the internet for the day, and it's just a matter of just <laughs> walking around, and you're just doing whatever. You just walk down the street, almost, and like oh. almost kind of like Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah absolutely. It's not yeah, man. No lie, I, I remember because my I have an older brother. He works for Complex, and there was Complex kind of Long Beach, and you walk in, and, I, and and my buddy Julian like coined it. And he's like Complex Con is like where the internet comes to life. Could you just see? You know, all these Twitter personalities or all these Instagram people just running around one place at one time, as well as like, I remember like walking, me and my brother were like walking somewhere and they're like, oh shit, there's Pharrell. You know, just like walking <laughs> through like the Adidas thing. And, and you're just like, why, like, why is everybody here at, at this Long Beach? Well, I don't know if you guys have ever been out here, but Long Beach, it's a nice place. The convention center is a nice place, but I'm like, this place is too small to have something like Complex Con. Like, this is bigger than this. So, um, but it's really cool. Uh, speaking of New Jersey, I'm going to be in um, Atlantic City. Uh, yeah, for, for the uh, J1 Con, Con in right? September. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be there if you guys should stop by. I, if I, I think I have a panel on Saturday. I just saw the schedule. I, it was like, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> so. We would definitely uh, try yeah. to make that. For sure. That's like, yeah, well, well, through, that's man. coming right up. But uh, what the, uh, I think it's the 14th, right? Yeah. Yeah, good old Atlantic City, uh, the showboat. Uh, so we, typically with our show, uh, like we're uh, we ask like a series of questions and things like that. Like we don't really have like your typical format of like you know uh, where were you born and you what's know your color? what's your favorite <laughs> color, things like that. Uh, we typically just yeah. like to have a good old conversation. Like we're just sitting around kicking it. Um, you know, we kind of throw in some things in there just to uh, for our audience to find out about you. So. Um, what I'd like to do is just read a few of a little bit of your resume to like our audience. And then, uh, I have an icebreaker for you that I think you might find interesting. 
Okay, cool. All right, so uh, for guys, yeah. again, once again, this is Markel and Ronnie. Uh, we're, we have a, a wonderful guest in the studio uh, from the, the world of comics. Uh, this guy has been through... He's he's met he's done the turtles he's done Scooby Doo he's done Spider Man he's done the Young Justice Justice League uh, you name it if it's if it's a great animation and you loved it this guy has had something wait, to wait, do with you, it I just gotta say he he's done Young Justice that, that's a pretty big deal that's a pretty big <laughs> that's deal. that's a pretty big deal I mean just I mean well some so I would say Justice League is just as big as those guys of course. Uh, but it's that's actually the uh, your your next your next project that's coming up uh, is uh, Young Justice season three, which we are all looking forward to. Of course, we've been waiting for a long, long. Well, we haven't, <laughs> we haven't been waiting that long, have we? Oh wait, yeah, we have. Yeah, it's what it, it feels. It feels like ten years. I know it hasn't been ten years, but it feels like ten years. <laughs> Um, but uh, one, he's actually had something to do with one of my favorite uh, series of animated movies with Batman. I would actually go out to say that this is probably my favorite, um, you know, Batman animated movies, which is uh, The Dark Knight Returns Part One and Part Two. Uh, my wife can 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 attest that I've quoted that movie way too many times. Uh, just <laughs> it's just something about like there's there's a moment in there. Uh, just uh, taking a taking a sidestep. Did, did, mo- did you cry? Of course, you know you. He he likes to cry when he watches stuff. Listen, when I when I got I got a little bit older and I got a little more sensitive, and I can tell you <laughs> that there's been many a projects you've worked on, Matt, that have really really gotten to me. Like, uh, so I really do appreciate you know you. I, I know that you and and the, and the team at Warner Brothers and all these other different companies uh, pour your heart and soul into it. So as a fan, I want to say thank you. Uh, he's sucking up. It. He's trying to get free tickets. <laughs> trying to get free tickets to the event in September. What? No, well, no, no, no. That's not not at all. Not at all. <laughs> no, I'm just no, kidding. No, but in in all honesty, that is definitely uh, one of my one of my absolute favorites. And then um, I've seen looking on your IMDb page that you actually also worked on the recent in, uh, incarnation of uh, the Death of Superman, right? Yeah, um, yeah, I did. I would just like to say thanks. Um, for enjoying what we've been doing, and we appreciate it. We, you know, it's, it's very like we work in a vacuum. So we do all this stuff and we put it out there. And, you know, we don't. We're so busy working on a lot of things that we forget to kind of just check how people have been receiving it. So it's always, you know, it's always nice to hear whether someone liked it or you know whatever their criticism are, is because it helps us further with the next project. So just want to say thanks. So what sure. does that feel like waking up in the morning? And knowing that I'm going to work on Batman or, or Spider-Man <laughs> or property like that when other people are getting up and going to McDonald's or, you know, other jobs. <laughs> getting up and you're like, ah, I'm going to just do this little project by Spider-Man today. What does that feel like? I, I, I know in the beginning for me it was very it was very surreal. Like I remember when I first started on Young Justice um, and that was on season two. I remember just like walking in. Uh, into that building and walking in that office and was like, wait, I get to do what? Like, I was so paranoid for like the first two weeks. I was like, they're going to just fire me. They're just going to be like, this. <laughs> we just hired a fanboy and we got to get rid of them. So it, 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 I want to say it, it's still unreal. Like, it got to a point where you're going like, it's just like any job. It's like, here's the thing, you have to do the thing. But then there are moments when you get to certain, you know, scenes that you have to work on or things that you get to do and you go like, Oh, I get to do this, and you're like, you just get to be a fan about it, and and we're all fans here at the studio. So like, you know, everybody wants to put forth 
the best thing that they can just to make every, you know, when you watch it, to give you that feeling um, just so that everyone's engaged into, you know, what we're making. So if you watch, you know, like you said, you watch Dark Knight and you're just like, man, you're crying over it. It's like, cool, then you did a good job that you can have some emotional response to what we've been doing. Um, so it's it's weird. It's it's you You get used to it, but then it's still like, Every now and then, you still have this moment where you're like, "This is unreal that I get to do this." It, it, it almost um, feels like a dream in the sense that you're gonna wake up and be like, "Wait, no, I really do work at McDonald's." No, it was all a dream. <laughs> 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 it's like when I, it was such man. a long and vivid dream. Like, but oh man, it it is truly truly your life, and and it's you. When I first uh, looked 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 into, you know. Who is this guy, Matthew Abordinave? Uh, <laughs> because I don't know if this is on purpose, but I have to say, mm. you are a hard guy to Google. You're not. You're not <laughs> easy. It is not easy to find things on you. Like we found, like you make work. it hard on purpose, I guess. <laughs> yeah. How do you keep off the grid, man? Like tell us. That's uh, it's unbelievable. Like, we, I, I mean, I try. I, I mean, I've, I. I don't know. I think when you work for a big corporation, I've had I have, I've had little moments where I've gotten in trouble. Uh, in terms of things I might have said, you know, publicly online, and and I just like, all right, let me just fall back and, you know, not make certain comments about certain things or not draw certain things. So it it's not it's not <laughs> it's not hard to just kind of be off the grid sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like you, it's just like you know. disappear offline. I'm like, oh, it should be easy. This guy is you know done all of this stuff. We'll be able to find out what he ate this morning and like all this different <laughs> stuff. Like you know, that makes, lot, that makes a lot of sense though, because yeah, you never want like something you said to come back or something like that. So it's good to 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 be that way. I think. I can imagine yeah. you, you signed a lot of NDAs in your lifetime. <laughs> like, like you, oh, for you, sure. It's like, oh, we're going to show you this project. Now, this project's not going to come out for four years, so please sign here. Uh, and it's like, wait, what's this fine line about a sniper? No, d- just don't worry about that. Just put your put your uh, Jane Hancock there and your fingerprint. Like, ow, did that contract just prick me? Oh, no, no, it's okay. You're fine. <laughs> Here's a band Yeah, man. <laughs> I... Dude, I, I worked at, um, before I worked in animation, I, I, I just needed a gig, so I was doing QA for video games, and I worked at Naughty Dog, and at the time, they were developing Last of Us, and I remember, like, walking, I had talked to one of the, um, the, the developers, I can't remember his title right now, um, and I was walking to his desk to ask about something, and they had, like, all the concept work for Last of Us on this, on this like, billboard. And when I was walking, they knew I was, like, QA. And then someone came by and just, like, pulled on this string. And it was for a curtain. And it covered up the artwork. Because there was no <laughs> stuff yet. And I was like, wow, this is so absurd. Like, like, who cares? Like, what am I going to do with this? Like, so I, I, there's, there's definitely places that have really tough NDA rules. And, and Naughty Dog is definitely one of them. That, that's, so. that's pretty hilarious. That sounds like me because I'm a, a comic writer. And I had an idea for a comic, and I was telling my brother about it, and it, it involved Seth Rogen. And my brother's like, oh, man, we should reach out to Seth Rogen and let him know about it. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, but he's going to include Seth Rogen. It's just like, yeah, but let's wait until I was like, I let me have a finished product, and then you can reach out to Seth Rogen. <laughs> well, you know, you never know. So uh, with this, I wanted to uh, before we jump back into uh, your resume and like how you got from 
um, you know, just a humble guy from where? Where are you from again? I'm from South Central Los Angeles. South Central Los Angeles, nice, nice, yeah. nice. All right, so from South Central Los Angeles uh, to doing storyboard work uh, and you know ink and paint work, uh, being an artist myself, my daily job I work as a graphic designer and a package designer. So trust me, I, I I get a chance to like work on like you know a couple of big projects you know via. Uh, like I'll, I'll go like, oh, I get the packaging for some like Funko Pop or something like that. But uh, at the mm. same time, it's like like you said, it's it's a job. And at the end of the yeah. day, like you have, you know, oh, you have this project that seems really cool, but it needs to be done by the end of the day. So you have to yeah, you know, yeah. get that done. Um, so uh, I, I do want to ask you about this uh, this little icebreaker I was thinking about. So it's 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 in the realm of like you know all of these fantasy characters that you have uh, that you've worked on and and have done an amazing job with. Uh, you if you got if you were kidnapped by the Legion of Doom and you <laughs> only had two percent battery power and you could only call one hero to come and save you, who would it be and why? Damn, that's a that's a really good question. Uh, <laughs> are what like what universe are we sticking in? Are we like Marvel? Are we DC? Are we uh, Skybound? Like we're, we we're, are. Does it matter? Th- that also is a good question. I'm going to say I'll give you the big two. You can call anybody from okay. Marvel or DC. Wait, wait, and what and what uh, what t- type of phone does he have? Because some go, <laughs> cause some some of them go go dead quicker okay. than others. I'll, I'll give you I'll give you one better. It's you have two percent and you are in low low battery mode, which that two okay. percent is going to last you for at least okay. ten minutes. All right, that sounds a little bit that sounds a little bit better. Wait, okay, hold on, wait. Who cap- who kidnapped me again? Who, who? Uh, the Legion of Doom. Yeah, yeah, you know what? My question was stupid because I was like, "Who kidnapped me? What universe?" And you're like, "We should do." All right, I got it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I think I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna run this. This is like too easy, but just for the simple fact that Batman always has like all the fucking plans on how like he probably has like no fuck this. I'm going with Wonder Woman. She's <laughs> like fuck <laughs> yeah. I would love to just be just watch Wonder Woman beat the crap out of a shit ton of people <laughs> and just clap afterwards. That's who I'm running with. Is it gonna be that music? Oh yes, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that music has to play. It's oh, gonna God. be that kick-ass soundtrack from from uh, Batman vs Superman, and oh, just. That's, I would say that's probably like the best thing about like the, them introducing her in live action is that actually we um uh, not that long ago this is just a side story but um, back when Wonder Woman uh, came out and they were doing press um, I was at a uh, like a press junket doing like uh, I also do photography work and it was uh, mm. Patty Jenkins was there and like people got a chance to ask questions and I asked her I was like I have to ask you Patty you know you said you go to the gym. Is that Wonder Woman song on on the sound on your playlist? <laughs> and she was just like, you know, it's not. And she's like, I, but I have to add it on. And she's like, I never thought about it because she's like, you yeah. know, you get so busy with what is going on. And she heard it, but it was like, it, it's like she said she hears it. She trying. She kind of like after the audience was not happy with her answer, she kind of cleaned it up uh-huh. and was just like, oh, but it's always going off in my head at all times, you know, because that's how I feel. I'm like, uh, probably, nice save. Probably when she's behind the camera and they're filming, it's probably all now she now she's Wonder Woman actually <laughs> with the music going. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. What's well, well, that- crazy to me is I, I went to. I'm a I'm a huge Lakers fan. I, I was at a lot of games last season. 
and I'm like close. I'm, I try to sit as close to the floor as possible. And it's it's crazy when you when celebrities are there, they have a weird like glow. And I remember sitting at this first game and going, "Oh shit, there's Gal Gadot," and she's just like across, like nowhere near like you would think where you, you just. You could see her sitting next to Patty Jenkins, and I was just like, "Oh shit, they're here! Wonder Woman's here!" And they were at the worst, probably the worst Lakers game that season. We got destroyed by the Clippers. <laughs> I think that we punked Lonzo Ball. It was it was awful. They left real early. Yeah, I was that's like, probably because like, oh. that's probably because all the players were staring at Gal Gadot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. man, you man, when celebrities are there, you you know you see them in a sea of people. I remember when J-Lo showed up, I was like, holy shit, like, she really is beautiful in person. Like, yes. <laughs> her and her three kids, man. Oh, man. Yeah. J-Lo's in, in, uh, in L.A.? I guess. I mean, when she feels like I mean, it. When, yeah, <laughs> oh, what? She, yeah, she does whatever she, she yeah. wants. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, this is just whenever a summer home. <laughs> yeah. So Ridiculous. So Matt, walk me through uh, from the point of like I, I we looked in so that you went to correct me if I'm I'm saying this wrong but uh, Loyola wait I'm, I'm, totally, I'm totally screwing that up Loyola Paramount yeah Loyola University so you went there did you go for animation I did what happened was my brother my older brother Chris was there. His roommate Gary was an animation major, and Gary Gary's hilarious. He's like this, this big buff guy, and um, you know I went to go visit my brother, and he was like, "Hey man," I was like, "What's up?" He's like, "Your brother, your brother tells me you can draw," and I was like, "Yeah, I can draw a little," and then he's like, "Draw me a Ninja Turtle," and he just put the sheet down like, <laughs> like on the spot, like in in the dorm room, put the sheet down and gives me a, a pencil, and he's like, "All right." He's like, you ever you ever think about, you know, becoming an animator? And I was like, nah, it hasn't really been a thought in my head. Like, I think I think you could do it. And uh, that I think he, he he's like one of the people that kind of threw that out there. And I remember, you know, being at Best Buy with my dad and Batman animated series. I think the box set was there, and I and he's like, oh, you you want that? And I was like, yeah. And I remember watching like. Like the behind the scenes, and they're like, "This is what storyboarding is," and I was like, "There it is. That's what I want to do." And 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 then I remember, you know, when I would go back telling you to visit my brother uh, Gary, I'd ask him, and he's like, "Oh, we have this. We have this teacher here. If you, he's storyboard teacher here. If you get an A in his class, he helps you get a job in animation." And I was like, "Oh, what is he working on?" He was like, "Oh, Teen Titans. You know, Justice League. You know, whatever." Oh, that's uh, that teacher, by the way, is Jay Weaver. So I was like hell-bent on, like, yo, I'm going to be the student that gets, there was only, there, at the time, when I was talking to Gary, he's like, only one student got an A in his class, and this was a myth, I, I come to find out there was another student, but at the time, everybody was like, <laughs> one student got an A, and I was like, who was that, and they were like, Lola Montgomery, who was the co, I think she's co-executive producer on Voltron, and so I was like, yeah, yeah, this is, a, I got to do this, you know, like, so I went to, I went to LMU to go study animation there, met a lot of cool people, this is a, it feels like a lot of us are in the industry, but it's not really. It, it, Jay straight up told us, he said, I, I got to let you know, only 10% of my students make it. And he, he, he wasn't lying. He was, being, he was being very honest. So there's a good amount of us out here working on a lot of dope shit that I'm really excited to see, you know, what, you know their projects come out. And, you know, like one of my buddies is a director on Thundercats. I know that show got a lot of shit, but he showed me some stuff, and I was like, damn, this looks amazing. So, that show was amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like 
I, I, we grew up with uh, Thundercats for sure. That then, uh, what's your how's, how do you feel about the new one? Um, I just like like well, like I said because my friend is currently on it. I've seen some stuff and I was like, this looks cool, and and I think that's all I can say right now before the sniper hits me. Uh, <laughs> I don't all of a sudden, there's, there's I don't this is <laughs> this red light disappeared. <laughs> no, uh, I, yeah, I I would just say. <laughs> I just say that um, I like that we keep getting opportunities to reinvent things. You know, I, I remember having my reservations about the new Ninja Turtles and then getting to work on it and just seeing that it's just a huge love letter to the video games, the movies, the shows, you know, the 80s, the live action one, the 2000 show, uh, the 2003 show. And I was just like, I would have never knew that if I just, was just looked at something and go, yeah, that's not the thing I had. And you know, <laughs> I, I, so, I, to, I used yeah. to feel that way. I, I'm, I'm trying to be a little more lenient with all the reboots and reimagining of things. But I, I was like that, especially like a year ago. I'd be like, oh, why do they have to do this? And why do they have to do this? Some of it turns out okay. Yeah, like I, I would say, I don't know if you remember uh, when we talk about Thundercats. There was a series right in, right before this one that came out with a young lion. I thought that particular series was amazing. Uh, I don't know if you do. You ever get a chance to see that one? I did because they were at the time when I first started. Right down the hall, they were working on it, and my buddy Ethan was is the director on that. And so I would just, you know, I'd walk in. They had they had a nice conference room. And they have like all the artwork up and the story beats up, and I remember just sitting in there, go, "Oh shit, this is where they're going with the show," and just looking at it and watching it, and just being like, "Man, this show looks really good. Like, just it's just too good. It just looks too damn good. Why is this on TV?" And then <laughs> people were not watching the show, and it's not on TV anymore. So, but yeah, I, I really love like that 2011 Thundercat series. No, when I think about it, I, you can't underestimate things because remember when uh, years ago when they made uh, the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie with uh, Kristen, Christy Swanson, I think her name was? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. We saw that and I was like, and then I heard they were making a TV show that time. I said, ah, oh, the TV show's not going to hold a candlestick to the movie. And, then had this movie. <laughs> and I'm like, then, then the television series came out with Sarah Michelle Gellar, and I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In 2018, Dude, I, I, man, <laughs> I love that series. I used to, I used to watch that. Where it was like, it, I think me and my mom used to watch that show. Uh, but I, I think two Comic Cons ago, I randomly just happened to get into. Uh, a party that I don't think I should have gotten into, <laughs> and I remember hanging out. Um, you know, I was just there hanging out, and uh, a person I had met that day was just we like we were just chopping it up, and then a writer, I think for IGN, um, and I was talking to him, and then I turned my head and I was like, "Oh shit, it's Josh Whedon!" Like here's just Josh Whedon dancing. Yeah, yeah, and I just like you're the guy, like you know, like yeah, he did Avengers and stuff. I was like, "Yo, he did Boston. Like, you know, like, <laughs> that is something that I still attach to him. Like, Buffy for probably like five seasons was amazing. And then it went to UPN and it, it just was a thing. I don't know. I, that's when I stopped watching. Yeah. yeah. Wait, was that was that after she died? Yeah, was yeah that... they had killed her off and then they had switched the show to UPN. It's like, oh, Buffy's back. And I'm like, Although wait, I have to, I have to admit, though, I did watch... When they had this commercial where they brought her back to life, I was like, she's back! And I, I, did, <laughs> yeah. I did continue watching. 
we were all we were all very excited for that. I I, I think that uh, there's there now when you when you talk about meeting Josh Whedon and like getting into a party or you weren't you you feel like you weren't supposed to be there. Have you had a moment yet where you've met someone in which you say that you could you went into at least ninety nine percent fanboy mode? Um. Yeah. Um. I have had some of those. I'm not gonna lie, but oh, I more than one, <laughs> more than one. Yeah, for sure, more than one. Um, it's crazy because like certain certain times you'll be somewhere and and someone will be like, oh, there's that. Especially in LA, there's your your percentage of running into someone famous is much higher than anywhere else. So you, you know, sometimes you're like, ah, oh, that person. You know, you kind of just jaded. You're like, ah, oh, that person cares. <laughs> but I remember, <laughs> I remember, I was at the game I was at the Laker game where uh, Kobe's jersey was being both his jerseys were being retired and I had a friend who played at the team so I had a friends and family pass so I can go on the back and um, you know where all the players uh, obviously friends and family just hang out and stuff and I remember walking to the back and I was like I was like oh crap that's Gary Payton and and, and in true Gary Payton fashion is just talking shit the whole time and then I was like why is everyone crowded around this other guy it was Allen Iverson and I was like holy fuck like I was a huge Allen Iverson fan when I was in high school and he was like, so we go in the, the the room where they have like all the food and stuff, and like I like he was going for nachos and I was going for tacos, and I was so nervous, and I was like, I uh, uh, Mr. Iverson, is it, is it? And he didn't hear me the first time, and I just like like oh shit, well I guess I got to give up. He's ignoring me. <laughs> and I was just like, I was like, you know what? I'm never gonna get an opportunity to meet Allen Iverson like this at a Lakers game while he's wearing like a Kobe Bryant shirt. Like this is unreal. And I was like, hey, you can take a picture. He's like, yeah, sure. And, and Gary Payton was just in the background talking shit the whole time. He's like, this is why we need to have security here. I'm tired of these fucking kids asking for selfies. Wow. And, and I think Gary Payton was mad that, like, nobody was asking to take pictures with him. Like, <laughs> just, I hope Gary Payton hears this and is like, fuck that kid. Like, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, he was just, it, was, it, was, it was amazing, you know. Um, and then afterwards, there's, like, other people trying to get so and, and he was super nice. But the picture was super awkward because he didn't let go of the nachos. So like he's still holding the nachos in the photo, and I still have tacos in my hand. This is weird. This is a very weird-looking fucking photo. Um, and then afterwards, that you know, afterwards was another surreal moment of like after the game, trying to walk back to the room, and Draymond Green and Gary Payton were talking shit to each other, and I tried to pull my phone out to record it because I was like, that has to be the most epic level shit talking right there, you know. Piggybacking off that. So the first, how about the first time someone asked you for an autograph? What did that feel like? That was weird, man. It was just because to me, I'm just me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not, I'm not anything. Like I, it, I think the great thing about uh, working in Burbank and then driving home to LA is, is that when I go home to LA, I'm just Matthew. Like, no one fucking cares what I do. They don't care what car... Like, there's people in my family that just don't know what studio I work for. And they're just like, oh, you're at Disney, right? And I'm like, no. Or they're like, oh, you're at Network. And I'm like, no. And I, and I kind of like that because there's no, like, no one, you know, hey, you know, what are you working on? What's happening? What, what are you doing? Like, no, there's no what family, happens there's to this no, There's no family members yeah. trying to get you to sign a bunch of stuff to sell on eBay? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not, not You're yet like, yeah, hey, 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 come uh, over here, Matthew. Come <laughs> over here and sign this stuff, so this young justice stuff, so I can put it on eBay. <laughs> yeah. Nah, yeah, they don't. It, it, it's cute because they call it Young Justice League all the time, and I'm like, that's <laughs> not the show. But, all right. 
But it was weird. I would just say it was, it was, it was really weird. But, it, I mean, to for someone to ask you, like, hey, can you sign this? It's like, all right, I'm doing something right, you know? So that was cool. That's pretty cool. I, I think that, again, with, like, such a large resume of, of, of uh, things, it would be it would be crazy for me to ask you, like, what would be your favorite here because there's just way too much stuff. Uh, what I will Oh, I ask, have an answer, straight up. Oh, you, oh, you have an answer. Oh, oh so, so sorry. <laughs> so, well, it's a, two, a two-part of that. I'll say what was your favorite, but then also what was the hardest to work on or the most challenging? Um... My favorite is going to throw a lot of people off, and and, and it, it I do love, I do love the superhero stuff, and I think that's why my resume is filled with it. And um, but my favorite project to date right now, I would say Moonbeam City, which was a Comedy Central show, and and I think the reason why I liked it so much was I got to share an office. I was in this big office with a bunch of my friends, and we always had a good time laughing and joking but it was one of those shows where it was new so you had a lot of freedom to do what you wanted to do like you know when you work on something that has batman wonder woman you're beholden to what dc wants to do with those characters so you're you're, you're you have limitations and that's fine you know but i think on something like Moonbeam, uh it's so ridiculous and so crazy that you know and and if if i was like hey you know what would be a cool joke Let's let's put this in here. Let's do that. They're all game for it. And uh, not to say that I haven't done that on something like Justice League Action, but when you work on something like Moonbeam City, it just it just feels different. It just it just a whole different vibe to it. So I think that was that was one of my favorite projects right now. Ah, I gotta check that out. Um, I was just looking on here. Is that is that is that on any of the streaming services? Yeah, it's on Hulu. I, I hope it's still on there. I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, we had Rob Lowe, Elizabeth Banks, Kate Mara, and um, Will Forte. Will Forte was amazing. And what he was doing, I felt like what we were writing for Will Forte, he put in last, last his show, Last Man on Earth, because I watched that too. Yeah. Like, Man, he's, just, he's doing a lot of, he's doing a lot of, his character was named Rad. And I was like, there's a lot of Rad going on in this, this character, just being this obnoxious lovable asshole um, <laughs> and I, I saw that a lot in last man on earth and i was like wondering if rad was influencing his character in that show that makes me think of mcgruber oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite yeah. I, I love that uh, oh, dude jason sudeikis and will forte on snl were, were, were amazing especially when they're like espn co- commentators that is just comedic gold yeah um i don't know but how I was, oh, for part two uh, I would say the hardest. Man, that's oof, that's tough. As, uh, I want to say Young Justice, you know, and I just say when people have been waiting for as long as they have for you know another season, you you kind of you you're just like, are we doing what needs to be done? And and. That's hot. That's it. That's all I can say before the, the sniper starts loading that shit up again. <laughs> what, was, uh, what was that call like when they when they told you uh, season three is happening? We're doing this. I didn't. I didn't believe it. I like, honest to God, I remember seeing the fire right, and and I and Brandon is so nice. 
Brandon was having like a meeting and I remember like walking past this meeting and just like pointing at my phone. I was like, this is real? And he's like, yeah. I was like, this is really happening. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. And they just walked away. <laughs> like, like that was rude as hell, man. Like that's a very important person to be interrupted by me to be like, this, be, this is, this is not photoshopped this time. Like we're really doing this. So uh, also another unreal experience as well. Cause I started, you know, that was my first show that I started on and then continuing that. And, and it's like, how many TV shows can you think of that would cancel it and brought back? And we were, we were, I think I was having lunch and having that conversation. And I was like, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, you know, <laughs> like, uh, like, there's not that many. Family Guy? Um, <laughs> I can only think yeah. of, uh, of a couple. Family Guy, I always wanted Heroes to come back, but they, they tried with the corny Heroes yeah. Reborn or whatever didn't it was. Work out. So that didn't work out. Didn't work out. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Family Guy, Heroes. I guess Buffy, because when they went to UPN, they they basically brought that show back. Yeah. Well, um, wait, did you hear they're they're doing a reboot? Yeah, they're doing another reboot. Oh yeah, I saw. I was reading about that, and the and the person who was behind it, I she was talking about how she was a big fan growing up, and and I, and she was like, "This was my, you know." That her Bible, so I was like, all right, it's in good hands. Okay. I, I think yeah. I'm only, I only have confidence in this because Josh Whedon is still a part of it. I think that's why I have yeah. confidence. Because I know Sarah Michelle Geller, I saw her on an interview, and she said, like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it again. Oh, wow. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I love to see I mean, her, she, I mean, she could have been lying, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope she's lying. I'd love to see, like, an old, jaded Buffy just quipping left and right and just teaching the new person. Yeah, you know, cool. how to fight and how to deal. She's like, no, nah, I'm going to, I would love to see her as the new uh, Giles. Oh, that'd be dope. That'd be cool. Yeah. I, I think that was an old uh, conversation me and Ronnie had like a while ago about uh, like just one of my favorite um, comic book uh, movies that doesn't really, that it doesn't really play like your typical comic book movie was uh, Logan. And, you know, it just makes, oh, yeah. it gives me that same feel of like you've spent literally in real life you spend 18 years with this same character and to see them you know have this like one last cowboy ride it it was just it was just amazing i can't even count how many times i've actually seen I, that movie i actually thought you were gonna say captain america winter soldier because that one that <laughs> one <laughs> oh that was amazing. i love that movie that one was so amazing you know at the very end when when uh falcon's like you're going after him right and he's like yeah i'm coming with you and then the credits hit I'm like, I want more uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I felt the same way. I, For Logan, I remember watching that movie, and I probably have an unpopular opinion on Logan, and just being like, this movie's really good, but it's stupid. And then and, and my friend would be like, why? And I was like, all right, we spent, you said 18 years, right? That's how many, how long the X-Men runs have been going for, in, in, for uh, the movies, right? Yeah, in terms of like all X-Men related movies, 18 years, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we get 18 years, and the theme throughout was like, hey, Logan, you got to learn how to work with people. You got to learn how to work with people. And they introduced these kids in the movie. They're like, these kids are fucking killing machines. That's all we raised them to do. And then you have this guy trying to kill you, and you have these teams. You have a team of killers on you. And Professor X, for the last three movies, was like, you learn how to be a fucking leader. And we, and we saw him in X3 <laughs> being a leader in the danger room. And he's got these kids that are fucking killers with them, and he's like, oh, I got this. 
and then die. Then I'm like, no, bro, you just said what I told you to do. You could still be alive in Canada. I was like, this is dumb. It's just like, it is a good movie up until that point for me. You know, I'm just like, god damn, you're an idiot. You didn't have to die. You he just didn't what? want to be a dad. That's why he killed himself. He was like, oh, I gotta raise this kid? Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather die. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? That is a perspective I've not looked at on this movie, and I, I respect that very much. So it's so true. It's just like I'm I was, so mad because I was like, "Why you guys keep making Logan the villain? Like you guys are undermining Cyclops. Like he's a loser for a reason, but we love him." <laughs> I mean, we all we all know with uh, was a Days of Future Past. That was a that to me was a um, a game changer, just because uh, I've never seen a movie universe make a crappy movie before it and then make another <laughs> one to completely hit a reset button in which it's like oh all of that never happened kid yeah. don't worry about it but hey guess what <laughs> this is all happening in like the 80s and like early 90s so we got like another 10 years of movies that you're gonna be able to watch and it's like wow yeah. good job guys good job like that yeah. was that Although, was fantastic i wasn't actually a fan of the Apocalypse one either. That one was okay. Oh my god, I wasn't a fan either. I felt so bad because it was it was like my birthday weekend, and we were I was at a, my cousin's wedding, and we were like out of town. My dad really wanted to go to the movies, and he was like, he's like, I really want to see Civil War, and I was like, ah, no, 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 dad, I saw that. You'll like it. I saw that, but I really want to see X Men because I was watching a lot of interviews with Alexander Ship, and she was like pumping that movie up, and mm-hmm. I was just like, I gotta see this movie. She's She's saying all the right things, and then I remember sitting there watching it, and my dad's like not like a movie at all. <laughs> Talk shit, we're gonna see Civil War. <laughs> like, like it just was like, uh, damn, he would have enjoyed that movie way more. So. He's like, son, I could be seeing Black Panther on screen for the first time. Yeah, you got me watching. Oh my god, I seen Black Panther. Oh man, I just I I, I really Wakanda forever. I, we like talking about uh, <laughs> what, 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 Wakanda about the, for, SN, the SNL. Yes, Wakanda forever. I don't think anybody was prepared for what that movie did culturally, the financially, everything. It just oh man, yeah. yeah. It, it, no I one remember. Was uh, well, were you gonna say? My bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, it's good. I said, no, I just said no. I don't, nobody was prepared. Yeah, I remember like two two things. I remember watching the trailer. It was in the first the trailer dropped the first time in a bar, and I was with uh, Justin and Chris Copeland, who were like the nicest dudes in animation. And the trailer dropped, and I was like, hmm. "They're like what?" And I was like, "I don't like the lighting. It looks like a TV movie." And then Justin grabbed me. And he was like, "Bro, I don't give a shit about how you feel about this movie. You do not diss black stuff in public." <laughs> and I was like, "Noted." <laughs> like, this is true. You uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We don't have that luxury. We can't look at our stuff and just be like, mm, it's not tight. Like yeah. we, we can't do that. So like then, yeah, like mm-hmm. Yeah, you you definitely can't do that. I, I think Winter Soldiers for me was definitely um I I'm gonna go ahead and go on a limb and say that if it was not for Winter Soldier, I don't think we would have got the next series of movies that came after that because I felt like that was the moment when the Marvel Cinematic Universe actually figured out that these characters are not comic book movies, but they're more just yeah. genre movies. Like Winter Soldier, if you've never seen any of those other movies and you just watched that movie, 
it just feels like a spy thriller with like some dude in a mask oh, yeah. that was like you know we're trying chasing to, after him and like dude. some other buff dude and they're gonna have a fight and he does and he's friends and you know he's trying to help him out like it it just plays like your, your you know action pack mission impossible type of movie so after that point you started getting all these other movies like oh you know what well let's we're gonna make even i would say it even affect the tv shows like uh i don't know if you got a chance to watch mm-hmm. um uh luke uh, luke cage but like i felt oh, like yeah. they really they really took full advantage of what that show was really about what the character was about and like went with it like hey this uh, is they've done a uh, they've done a superb job on, on luke cage yeah i mean yeah season two did you, did you check out season two I was in the middle of watching it, and then just so much stuff was happening at that time where I was like, oh, got to support my friends on Voltron. I got to watch this. I got to watch this show. I got to watch. So, like, like Luke Cage is a show where I want to watch where, like, like all right, I got nothing to do. I can chill. I can just marathon this. I ain't got to worry about nothing. So I got to get back to it. But I was liking what I saw so far. And I did like the fact that the Internet roasted him for dabbing. Because as soon as I saw that, I was like, I don't know if I can keep going. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know, Luke. That was a bad idea. Like, no one in the edit bay was like, you should cut this. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, most of the time we make the jokes about, like, this is why you need to hire a black person. They would have prevented that. I was like, <laughs> one black person was like, yeah, you guys are a little bit late on the dabbing thing. You might need to cut this out. I think that's the moment where you're like, you need someone that's in his 30s to tell you what's cool or not. And he, you know, or maybe younger, you know, for that moment. But I, if I, I agree about if I ever get to meet Mike, Mike Coulter, I gotta tell him I was using that coffee line way before you came around, brother. <laughs> You're like, would you like an espresso, baby? Like, <laughs> you like espresso? What's that? Come back with me. We'll Let me see. show you. <laughs> Man, I, I just like that Rosario Dawson's character. Claire made fun of him about that. Just the coffee. He's like, you're corny. And I was like, I'm glad someone called him. <laughs> yeah. Someone in the show called him corny. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, like, you're watching The Defenders, and you're like, this dude smashed, like, two people on the show. Like, yeah. He's, like, yeah. standing next to Jessica Jones and Claire. And I'm just like, God damn. And then you got Matt Murdock. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, like Matt Murdock is with Karen, made yep. out with with Claire, and I'm sure he would probably, if there's more time, would get, get on Jessica Jones. <laughs> but he didn't have the time to do it. He's like, oh, you're dark. I know he's a dirtbag. I know, I know, I know Murdoch is a dirtbag in the comics. So I know that. He is definitely a dirtbag. I, I would attest to that. <laughs> Colleen Wing is next on what? Luke Cage. <laughs> <laughs> coming over to come make his cameo on Iron Fist. Like, what up, girl? <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, season nah. two, Iron Fist season two. <laughs> wait, wait, I just think he actually, Luke Cage, wait, th- thinking about girls, he, wait, so it was Misty Knight, uh, Claire, oh, shit, and Misty yeah, Knight. he yeah, got Misty three. too, back when she had two arms, back yeah. when she, like, yeah. <laughs> it was like on the first episode, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah he, he, he was the one that she asked about coffee, like, <laughs> hell yeah, she wants some, she wants some coffee, <laughs> like, like, okay, yeah. okay, here we go. That's a superpower. <laughs> oh man! But I'm I'm really liking what they're doing over there. I'm I I do like what um I I I have to say this, and I I just I'm curious what your uh what your opinion is on this. But I I do feel like there is a distinct difference in the um the Warner Brothers animation movies 
and the mm-hmm. current run of the uh, I will say uh, Life After Nolan uh, movies. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a documentary. Are, that's a, yeah, Life After yeah. Nolan movies. Uh, I would love to watch that documentary. Though. I want to see <laughs> all the behind the scenes. <laughs> it tends to be a bit of. Um, what do you what do you, in your in your opinion like what do you think is is missing like I, I don't know if you've you've kind of um, heard that same thing from anybody else it's it's weird because um, I think Marvel just had a 10-year head start in order to figure out what works and what doesn't and and I think we at WB are just like we're in that mode of figuring it out right now. But because Marvel is so far ahead, people are making those comparisons and then they're going like, uh, you know, like, ah, uh, DC, and it's just like, we're, we're in our, we're in our time, you know, figuring this stuff out too. So just give us that same time. But it was, you know, it's crazy because, you know, back then, you know, when Spider-Man came out, there were any Spider-Man, we ate it up. When X-Men came out, we ate it up. And if you go watch those movies, they're garbage. Like, X-Men, one is really bad. Uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> thank, <so you>. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Spider-Man so much. Two is so dumb. Oh my God! So Doc Ock, right? You're like, I'm a, a villain, and I'm gonna rob a bank to buy the things to make my fusion generator. And you're like, why don't you just do a shit to make your fusion generator? Like, what the fuck are you doing? It's just so dumb. You're crushing my movies. Oh my <laughs> how, many, how many episodes have we done where I said that? I was like, when you look back and think, the X-Men movies aren't that great. See, they're okay. They're not great. Yeah, yeah they're okay. Don't watch, dude, the X-Men <laughs> animated series, they have it. They did it right. The animation is just ugly, but the stories are great. They're like, holy shit, this but, stuff still holds up. So that's, but that's what I'm saying though. I, I get, uh, I know that they're, you know, I'm a, for me personally, I'm a fan of like comics in general, like from like your resume, like of working all of the different kind of animation that you've done. I'm just trying to figure out why the Warner Brothers animation has been getting it right for a very, very, very long time. Like I can't remember, I can't even name maybe three <laughs> bad Warner Brothers animations, um, like like cartoons like i i i will say a, a nice comparison i'll look at is um justice league war the animated movie and the justice mm-hmm. league live action movie mm-hmm. i there is a distinct difference i feel like they're in there and i just don't know what <laughs> i don't, don't want to say it but i'm like i, I know one, <laughs> like, one, one of them's really good <laughs> like and the others one yeah. took like 90 minutes and one took like 90 minutes and introduced you to characters in a way that seemed sort of natural and then the other was like your, our mom's name is Martha. Like I just, I but just. You, didn't, uh, well, you know what? I did, I did like Justice League better than Batman. Justice Superman. League was great. I, Batman, I think it was Justice League was way better than Batman vs Superman. Correct. I would agree with that. I'm just, I'm just, I was just trying to figure out. Like, is there, a, is there any connection in terms of the studios? Like, is there between the live action and the animation studios? Like, is there any conversation between the two studios? There might be, and and I will don't know because that's above my pay grade. So they could be <laughs> consulting with some people over here. But I would say that for me, when I was watching Justice League, I was like, oh, this feels like something we made. Like I totally was just like, this feels like an animated movie we have done before. Like just like a, an amalgamation of the movies that we've done. I it, I was just like, ah, oh, this is fine. Like it could been a, it could have been better you know what i'm saying after what especially after you watch infinity war you're like holy god <laughs> 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 
man. Like, <laughs> and then I'm sure that, that, I feel like that's Cap's last line in the fucking movie. He's like, oh god. But like, <laughs> yeah, you know, Marvel had ten years to plan and work that out, and we're just working it out alongside. You know, it's like we're developing, and Marvel's the Warriors right now, and you're just like, they got it. They got all the pieces they need to to, to hit. You know, win. And and WB is just you know we're just figuring it out right now, and then hopefully, you know, at some point we'll have you know maybe that will be Shazam, maybe uh, that'll be Aquaman, where then everybody will go, yep, they got it now, yeah, or maybe yeah. that'll be Birds. I'm really excited for Birds of Prey because I've been wanting to see Huntress in live action again since Arrow, so I'm just like, yeah, the stuff they you know, have, one of these the stuff they have in hmm? the, the stuff they hmm. have coming into work sounds good, and I, I did like the trailer for both Shazam and Aquaman. Oh, absolutely. So I feel like. They'll probably they'll, they'll get it. They'll get it. They'll get it together. It, it looks to me like it's not gonna take. It, it is not gonna take them ten years to like get that. It feels oh, no, like no, no, it's no. gonna. They're gonna get their footing pretty quickly, which is kind of cool because it's like, at least I would say that they have. It the the advantage I would say that DC has is it, over Marvel is that they have them as a reference point like to say like this is okay this is what people like like at the end of the day when we go back to the beginning of both of these guys they were going back and forth you had quicksilver you have the flash you have this person you have Mm -hmm. like they've always been going back and forth for years and as a fan i just really want to see them on the equal playing field of like okay you got this watch what i do here like i feel like there's going to be one heck of a battle well, of movies when it comes know. to captain marvel and say, wonder woman i don't know if that's gonna happen because i <laughs> like not not right now i'm just thinking about what they did with infinity wars and there's a second part like, that was just that was just the first that was just the first part but i do think that the that's, one, that's one, not fair though man one thing, like, I will, one thing that i'll say and this is just because i love this director i wish that DC would steal Edgar Wright. Like, if uh, they, Edgar yeah. Wright should do, like, either a Flash movie or a Batman movie, I think it would be bananas. I'd say The Flash would probably yeah. be more suited for him. Because, uh, you know, yeah. we never did get a chance to see that uh, that Ant-Man movie that uh, he got taken well, off I, of. Well, I keep thinking about, like, Baby Driver, and I was like, I watched Baby Driver, and I'm like, if this guy did a Batman movie, it would be crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I, I, dude. I, yeah, I would love. I just want to see Edgar Wright make more movies. Like that's it. Like any any time he wants to drop a movie, I'd dare to watch it. But sure. yeah, it's they've got a lot of. I think the cool thing about DC is a lot of people. We have a lot of characters that people love, and and so no matter what, if DC is like, we're gonna do this movie, people are like, yeah, I'm on board. I'm. Oh, you know, they're like, we're doing new gods, and everyone's like, I'm on board, and I'm just like, wow. And, and no one the, complained. Everybody the, <laughs> was like, ride or die with it. And the second that they announce a Plastic Man movie or TV show, <laughs> take, I'm take, take, they could just go ahead and take my money. I'm there. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to um, the like. It's almost it almost feels like a plug for DC, but just because I'm a fan, um, the DC Universe app to me, like just from the way that they're presenting it, does uh, seem like it makes a lot of sense in terms of they're kind of mm-hmm. taking the reins of like, okay, we're gonna take all the content that we have and give you the like Netflix, but we're also gonna give you the you know, a little bit of Amazon and a little bit of, you know, comic book reading, like comicsology, and like we're going to blend it all mm-hmm. together and create this, you know, mega app, which is I, by far I'm looking at when I go through it, I'm like, oh, okay, well, 
if that's what you're planning to do, I'm totally for it. And I think it's a really great idea in terms of um, taking these ideas that may not have worked so well um, if you just sewed it on Blu-ray or DVD or threw it on the screen and putting it on your own platform where it's like, hey, come over here if you want to pay this fee to see this particular thing, you know, this simple subscription model. It makes a lot of sense because I'm looking forward to this. I haven't heard a lot of, you know, um, a lot of uh, pre like media companies uh, go after this, but Swamp Thing, I'm like, I feel like nobody's talking about that. And I'm like, I'm looking forward to them bringing Swamp Thing back. Like we had I her. I remember the, original, the old movies. Wasn't Heather Locklear in those movies? Was she? I think she was. I don't remember. But. She might have been. If that's the first name that came in your head, she probably been it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like, are you are you a Swamp Thing fan? Um, I it's weird. I knew he'd exist, and when I was working on JLA, um, my my partner that I shared office with, Emmy, just knew how to make Swamp Thing hilarious, and we we did an episode, and that at that moment I was like, all right, I'm, I'm a fan of this character, but I really was just you know, a fan of just, you know, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, you know, Justice League and stuff like that. So, like, I had not, I had known very little about Swamp Thing. Hmm. Well, I mean, we, we know that you, you, again, have done amazing work and the fact that all of us are finally, you, I mean, you are a part of something that we're all as, as, as nerds myself, uh, are looking forward to seeing you know how this story continues on and young seeing Young Justice you know come back is just I honestly I'm I'm, I'm gonna say that just like like how you didn't believe it I felt the same way when somebody told me there was a season three I was just like man they're not doing that I, I again think, it's over that was okay me. I think I told you the trailer was yeah out. like I was I was in that way I was like no you can't tell me that it's going I'm gonna just you know what because of you I'm gonna go back to Netflix and just watch the other two seasons so I can feel better about them never making a season three and then it was just yeah. like okay it's real and then they started talking about the conventions and the different media outlets started picking up and I'm like this is really happening. And then a trailer happened, and I purposely did not watch the trailer right away because I just oh. didn't want it to be like a fan-made thing. <laughs> like, I just was like, yeah. I, can't, I can't be... I don't know if you remember this from... Uh, from if you if, 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 you ever heard of uh, being Rickrolled? Rick yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, where someone like has, I'm never going to give you up. Uh, I didn't want that. Yeah, I didn't want somebody yeah. to give me some, like, made-up thing. And then, like, it, it turns into that because... Like, whatever computer I had at the time would have got it. Like, Look, just, I'm, <laughs> I'm excited as hell for it, too. I, you would want to put me onto the cartoon in the first place because there's this this guy, like, he put me onto so many. The first time you're like, oh, man, you got to check out Young Justice. I'm like, this show can't be that good. And then I go home, <laughs> I sit down, and he's like, uh, what'd you think? A couple of days later, I'm like, I might have watched the whole first season already. It's pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and that's just, a, you know, and I know it's got to be, a, you know, an amazing feeling. So uh, as we start to sort of, like, wind down, uh, for all of our, like, amazing legendary guests that we have on our show, uh, we always like to give our audience a, um, you know, a piece of advice uh, if they're considering going into this comic universe, going to play make-believe in real life, you know, uh, for a it, living. I call it our Mr. Rogers. Our yeah, Mr. Mr. Rogers, Rogers moment. Mr. Okay, moment. okay. Uh, what uh, oh, what man. type of, uh, what's some words of wisdom and some, you know, advice that you can give to ourselves or, you know, even our audience out there in terms of, you know, achieving what you've been able to achieve and even more? Um... 
put me on the spot. No, I think no, no, what, pressure. What no, no, no pressure. No pressure. No yeah. pressure. <laughs> I would say that um, Phil, our, our character designer and art director, probably gave me one of the best pieces of advice when I was when I was trying to break in. Um, I met him when I was an intern, and he was he was a designer at Marvel doing Planet Hulk and Thor. And he had told me, and I, I haven't really told anybody this because I'm like, oh, this is my fucking information that I need to use. But the thing he had told me was like, it, it doesn't, you know, what you do, you know, doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is that you are better than what you were yesterday. And that, you know, so just, just keep trying to be better every day and, and not, you know, if you did something dope, don't be like, this is dope. And then like parade it around people because you can do better. That, you know, what you think is your best effort is never going to be just your best effort. You have, as long as you're alive, you have more opportunities to produce something that's great. And so just keep pushing forward and keep trying to hone your skills to become, you know, better. And whether that is as an artist or a writer, just as a human being or a humanitarian or anything, anything that you're involved in. You know, even if you're, you're listening to this and you work at McDonald's, they'll be the best fucking employee at McDonald's so that everybody knows who you are and what you're capable of and, and that they can trust you to deliver. And, and I think that was, was something that was I, something that I needed to hear at the time when he told me. And that is something that I have to remind myself often. And it, and it just helps to not get hung up on stuff. So I, I think the other great thing is like, yeah, I've been able to, you know, I've, I've been lucky. I've been super lucky to get opportunities to work on these things that everybody loves. And I love as well. But, um, that advice has helped me work on these things and, and, and just keep humble and level-headed about working on this stuff. And it's, like I said, it's always great to hear when people have been enjoying it because we do work in a vacuum. And so knowing that these things that we do mean something is, is, is great. Um, and, and just want to thank everybody for tuning in and, and watching and listening to this, this interview right now too. So, Wise words, my friend. Wise I'm, words. I got a tear. He's got, see. He now you got him crying. He's not even. I'm not even the one that's doing. But that's uh, usually me. But I just, I just have to say, like one, one uh, quick thing from uh, the Dark Knight Returns that I just, for some reason, it this this line always gets me, even though it's not even like, uh, well, there's there's two, but. And they're both from Batman. One is the one where he's like he's fighting the Joker and like he's go- going through the um, the tunnel of love, and like the Joker's just yeah. going through, just blowing people away. Which bravo to that scene, just sort of simple fact that like he's blown people away, and you can't really <laughs> tell. It's like it's done such a nice way that it's like this isn't rated R. This is like you know, yeah. but he's definitely killing people. But there's that moment that comes right after that where batman dives out and just grabs him and he's like no i can't even do it it's just like no more i'm like what whoa god it's so powerful like that's it like you cannot stop this guy and then of course like the first one with the the, my one of my favorite lines that i literally have at my desk with a picture a picture of that dark knight batman which is like I'm, you know, I'm the surgeon, and this is the operating room table. Oh yeah! Ooh, and he just continues to break that, and I'm like, oh man! And it, my, me and my wife, because again, we love these, these this, uh, those movies. We we constantly uh, joke around, and we're we're just like the, uh, the 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 sons of Batman in there, where they're talking in that like jive talk. Oh yeah! Like yeah, Batman don't shiv. You see. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but I just, I just had to say that again. So, so thank you so much for being a part, not only of the show, but being a part of like my nerd history and Ronnie's nerd history and, and creating awesome stuff. So please continue to do that. We give you this time right now to plug any project that you're working on, uh, any social media handles, uh, anything you want you know, people to know about, whether it be something for you or for a friend. Uh, the stage is yours, my yeah, friend. Yeah, and I, and I know you're like, you know, hidden, just like... <laughs> yeah, we don't, we, we don't want to put know. you too much so, on the radar. So I'll be shy with the plug-in. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. It's, it's funny because uh, it's like as, as discreet as I like to be, it's my mom be throwing all my business out there, and I'm like, man, like, can I, can I say what I'm doing? Damn. But, but I, um, one, I want to say, you know, thank you guys for having me on the show. Um, thanks to any of the fans, we wouldn't be able to continue to do this stuff if people didn't continue to love the things that we've been working on. And it's because of the fans that I get the opportunity to work on Young Justice and these other projects that I can't announce right now, but. I mean, I I wouldn't have a career. Give us a little bit. Give us a little bit. (laughs) 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 So I mean, yo, honestly, um, when we had the young uh, young justice panel at Comic Con, you know, I was like, fuck, you know, these fans have been waiting in line. I'm gonna go buy them like donuts and just give it out to them. And then I found out you can't walk inside until the convention opens, and then. Uh, after that, they everybody was already seated in the convention, so I was just walking around with a box of donuts, and I really wanted to hand it to people online. I just handed people sitting down. I was like, "Hey, you hungry? You want something to eat?" I was like, "This is free." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's for you." Like, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for y'all. So I'm, I mean, any opportunity I can get to just say thank you and do something for the fans, I, I'll try to do. Uh, current projects, unfortunately, I can't say, but I hope you guys like it. Um, um, just League Action, I think, is on Hulu. All of it. Moonbeam City is on Hulu. Just Superman is out, uh, as well as the other things, uh, other DTVs. Uh, what my Instagram is, is, is oddly spelled weird, but it's Matthias B, I believe. Um, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Oh, um, so my buddy uh, has a nonprofit called Hashtag Lunchbag. Uh, you go hashtaglunchbag.com, and what we do every last Saturday, at least in Los Angeles, is we come together and we help make food for homeless people and distribute it in downtown LA. Uh, if you go to the website, there every city we have hash, there's a hashtag, hashtag Lunchbag event in multiple cities and they have different dates where they come together so just peep that check that out if you're about helping the homeless and and feeding people who don't have the opportunity to feed themselves uh that's something i would like to plug um you know and 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 the other thing is just um you know if you ever have the opportunity to help someone out that just go for it and do it so even if you don't do hashtag lunch bag if you're if you're in a position to help someone do it man it just makes everybody better it makes you better it makes them better it makes the world better so um but yeah uh I, I don't know i don't know what else to say uh except thanks i greatly appreciate everything um especially fans and their love for what we've been making um so yeah Thank you very much. I mean, we cannot cannot wait to see uh, the new season for uh, Young Justice, and uh, it has been a pleasure speaking with you. 
Thanks for having me on the show. It's been a lot of fun. Definitely, uh-huh. Matt. And we're, we're going to do our absolute best. I would say there's about a 99% chance that you will get a chance to see us in Jersey. Since you don't live up here, we're definitely going to get a chance to <laughs> stop down and uh, check out that uh, J1Con, uh, which is uh, yeah. what, September 14th through the 16th, right? Yes, yes. If we, uh, if anybody we just, if we just co- drop your name at the door, do we get in free? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, no, I'm just, yeah, yeah, I know, uh, I know Matt. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, yeah. J1 Con, come through if you're on the East Coast. Um, I can't guarantee you I'll get you in, but if you catch me at a bar or something, I'll buy you a beer. Uh, I can do that. <laughs> I can get you that for free. Awesome. But yeah, uh, come by. Yeah, come by. I think uh, the panel Saturday, I believe at four. Um, I'll be, you know, talking about working in animation, uh, how I got there, uh, probably show off some stuff that I did and talk about the processes, that, how I've approached scenes, or, you know, how I got guided through scenes on certain aspects, and, and, and we can all geek out and nerd out together. It'll be a lot of fun. Sounds like fun. So, yeah. Well, Matt, we'll go ahead and let you go. Thanks once again for doing the show. This is the Ronnie and Markel Make no Podcast Show. I am Markel. I am Ronnie. And you've been speaking with uh, Matt Bordenave uh, of, D- of mm-hmm. Warner Brother Animation and every other animation company as well. <laughs> he's a long, <laughs> he's a long resume, guys. Like you know, listen to his his words of wisdom because I mean he's doing it, and you're probably not. So <laughs> like, no, no, I'm totally kidding. No, I'm totally what kidding. He, what he meant to say was he's living proof that you. Ooh, that's a better way to put it. As long as you put in the hard work. Hey, nice job, Rocky. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Pat. Have a good night. Yeah, no problem. You guys. Bye.